Amal Nation, episode 148. This industry will always treat us like a mirror reflection. Whatever we do that is right is going to pay us 10 times fold. Whatever we do that is wrong will we'll destroy 10 times fold. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. This episode is brought to you by TaxBot. TaxBot is a really useful tool that I wish was available when I was busy building my MLM business. We all know the tax benefits of having a home-based business. The problem is, is having a system and doing all the grunt work to track your receipts, mileage, and putting everything together for your accountant. And I, you know, I remember days when I was stressed out putting together all the old receipts from the past year and adding up to see what my deductions were or kicking myself because I forgot to calculate the mileages for my car's odometer. Fortunately, things are much easier now with TaxBot. TaxBot is a super cool tool that helps MLM distributors manage and track their business expenses and possibly lower your business taxes and improve your profits. Not only will it digitally store your receipts and create audit-safe deduction reports that you can easily send to your accountant, the best part is that you can use your phone to track your mileage every time you drive to a business meeting. TaxBot works on your phone, computer, and across all computer platforms. Whether you're using Mac, Windows, iPhone, or Droid, it will work for everything, and it will take your business to the next level. So if you're a serious MLM distributor, want to be more organized in running a business so you can get bigger legal tax deduction, go check out TaxBot at mlmnation.net forward slash TaxBot. It will save you a ton of time and headaches. Again, go to mlmnation.net forward slash Tax bot. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fired up to bring our special guest from Melbourne, Australia today, Ronin Trifun. Ronin, are you ready to make it happen? Sure am, Simon. Waiting to have a lot of fun tonight with you. Ronin Trifon has over 25 years of MLM experience and has been a mentor and guide to thousands. He's currently an ambassador and is the founder of the Australian team in his company. In fact, Ronen has over two life-changing experiences in opening new countries for network marketing companies. Ronen has won his company's Leadership Award, Diplomat Challenge Award. But what makes Ronen really unique, and I had such a fun time talking to him the other day, is really his philosophy and his long-term focus about MLM and what really creates duplication and retention. And I'm really excited to have him touch upon that today. So, anyway, Ronen, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but... Please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Well, Simon, I came across network marketing when I was about 22 years of age, uh, when I was selling Encyclopedia Britannica's door-to-door in those days. And uh, a young couple have asked me if I would like to see this business, and they've shared some cycles with me. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, that was my entry level into this magnificent, magnificent uh, industry and world of ours. Um, it is, when, when I actually think about it, I never really entered this world because of financial uh, reasons, which is a more rare environment around uh, our industry. I, un, unbeknown to me, I actually was earning very good income in my uh, conventional life and uh, found an incredible uh, social uh, life uh, with the first company that I've actually been, who is one of the biggest giants since 1945. Uh, so I, I would almost say that my first 10 years, unbeknown to me, were pretty much social networking group as an individual. And that is pretty much 80% of the representation of the field today across all companies. Uh, 80% of the people truly grow, learn, uh, self-develop, become public speakers, and really do enjoy the, the social aspect of being part of communities. So for me, that was the platform to grow, learn, get into self-development, uh, get into my first days of uh, Anthony Robbins and getting to start to understand how much power there is in, in self-development for ourselves. So after those 10 years, 
going through two companies. My third company is where I've discovered the financial abilities of our industry uh, and moved into a part-time worker, truly like a, a business owner uh, uh, that is generating now or learning how to generate a, a passive income or, or any form of income on top of my regular uh, uh, first primary income stream. So for me, it was a, 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 a funny road and my I call it the first half of my life and the second half. And the second half is where I actually started to appreciate the, the financial magic of our industry. Uh, obviously, we can talk about it for uh, uh, much at length, but I will try and shorten myself today as I am known to talk a lot uh, and try and keep this interview short and interesting uh, so I can maybe allow you to guide me to the more specific, Simon. That's an awesome story. So you were selling encyclopedias, uh, getting back to it, a couple. So they prospected you and signed you up on the spot? I think it was about three days because I truly didn't understand what they wanted originally. But after three days, I've returned to them and requested them to actually enroll me. Awesome. So, hey, ML Nation, if you're listening to this, you have all those people who are telemarketers calling, annoying you, and knocking on your door, go prospect them instead. <laughs> you're either going to sign them up or they'll never knock on your door again, right? <laughs> and um, I want you to, you know, you hit it right on. We're just trying to warm up to the interview. You're right to the, like, the meat here. You're talking about like 80% of people are in for the social networking. And I think that is so, so true. That ML Nation, if you're listening to this, that's like one of the benefits. And I think we want everyone to make a lot of money, be like the super diamond directors, ambassadors. But the business, a lot of people just stay in for a fulfillment, right? Like someone like Ronan, like even for me when I first started, it was like, yeah, I went in for the money, but it was the fulfillment. And a lot of people, they like that at work. And I think network marketing provides that. And so that's something to really pay attention to. If you're leading a team, how can you create that social network? How can you create a fun learning atmosphere that people want to be be in? And uh, Ronan, you said that was like the first part of your life, right? Your first 10 years in network marketing was just to be in that group of people. That is correct. That is correct. It was a lot of friendships. Uh, uh, um, it was really a reason to, to get out of the house uh, and not get stuck in front of TV. A great place to meet new friends. Uh, I was very young in those days, so there was obviously some great dating opportunities there. Unbeknown to me, I never treated it as a business, so I never really looked at the uh, uh, financial aspects and, of course, many of the uh, uh, future learning in regards to uh, it's actually the worst place in the world. The, w the worst mistake in the world we can do is actually date inside our own communities. Uh, but obviously, as a 22, 23-year-old, I did not understand. I didn't have enough knowledge. As most of us come into this industry as employee mindset, we, we, we used to working and getting paid and working and getting paid. We don't truly really understand how businesses uh, take time to, to create an infrastructure uh, and then eventually grow. So obviously in those years, it was a social attribute. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I actually fell in love with, it, with our industry uh, instantly. And it became a part of my life, even through the trial and tribulations, even through the times that I've quit on myself seven times, even through the politics that sometimes arouse through networking, because people are people. They're nothing to do with the companies. The companies are incredible. Uh, but the people, you know, we are people. And I always say to people about our industry, you know, our industry is so simple. It is people, us, that is complicated. Mm, definitely. So... Before we talk about the trials, what was the turning point where you started changing from like the social networking fund to really taking it serious for the business and, and for the money? Well, it, 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 there was two effects to that. The first one is that the internet started. Somebody came and created the internet. And, and as the internet came and uh, uh, um, most of the information that encyclopedias in the old days would hold, uh, people now go and access it online. So obviously I saw the death of an incredible uh, uh, empire of 227 years of age, which is Britannica, Encyclopedia Britannica. And I understood that I better uh, move with the times and try and identify different source of income. Uh, uh, it was actually one of my uplines at the time that came and told me, 
that maybe it is time for me to start building the business instead of just enjoying the business uh, and instead of chasing my tail of looking at other income streams. He said, look, uh, uh, get yourself a simple job, any form of job, and treat this business with a bit more sincerity and put some effort into learning it, and it will eventually change your financial uh, outcome, uh, which is where the first decision with my third company was actually to start taking it like a business. I see. So when you start taking it like a business, what are some of the challenges you faced, or was it really easy for you? Uh, no. <laughs> easy... Uh, Easy is not something that I will relate to anything of worth, anything of meaning, uh, uh, that there is no easy. There is, there is simple. Uh, once we know how to do something, it's simple. But I think the biggest challenges for me at those ages were uh, probably um, the hardest was consistency. I, I was always a, a, a fairly good salesman and uh, with a personality that always looked for the shortcut, always looked for the easy way, always trying to go between the between the drops and and get uh, you know get to the finish line uh, uh, almost in a way to cheat the universe. Uh, and then I came to our beloved industry and found out something very hard. There are no shortcuts here. You can't cheat the system. You actually have to do what everybody else has to do. And if you are such as I was in my 20s and even 30s, where my ego was way, way overpassing my skills, uh, uh, I, that was probably the, the, the biggest challenge, to do something for a long term consistently without the ability of getting trophies every two seconds uh, for my ego. And of course, uh, 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 the second part was really challenging my ego all the time by putting myself out of my comfort zone, a place that we don't like to be in, uh, uh, and still going through uh, the same baby steps in order to achieve, um, you know, in order to achieve uh, the ability of learning how to do this business simple. So before it became simple, it was first me uh, reshaping the way I think, my mindset, my belief in the industry, my belief in that particular company and product offering that it had, but most of all, myself. Uh, as soon as I started to work on myself and challenge myself in ways that I never did before, uh, everything else started to fall into place. People start taking me seriously. They listen to me differently. And my belief and uh, uh, representation of how I put a picture across has started to grow. Hmm. So you're, since you're good at sales, you came from selling encyclopedias, you could always sponsor people, but you had never had any long-term traction, right, because of your lack of consistency. Is that what you're mm -hmm. saying? Most definitely, because you see, when we sell, which is, again, one of the biggest challenges of our industry, when we sell something, it's about us. And, and the, the, if we'll talk later about our how moments and stuff like that, you know, it is truly only when we start to identify the reality, the truth, that this is a business that is designed to succeed upon other people's successes. So if that is what is the idea behind, then... When we start by wanting to sponsor someone or wanting to sell something just because of our own uh, wish to succeed and our own greediness, it does not necessarily mean that people will relate the same way. On the other hand, when you convert into becoming a, 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 an advisor or a consultant, someone that actually meets someone, understands them, understands their trials and tribulation, understands their needs, and then provides an offering I think the picture changes completely, and that is something that I think the, the, the massive amount of great leaders that we have in our industry have been trying to pass along for many, many years. That particular message, don't build out of seeing only yourself. You had talked about trials before, I mentioned about it. Can you share with us your worst moment in network marketing and how you overcame that? Uh, wow, you know, that, that, that's a great question. And it's funny because today uh, I've received, a, a, I was doing a, a workshop with a, a lady that has uh, arrived uh, uh, to me through uh, a completely different organization that is nothing to do with my no financial link 
And uh, something happened today that reminded me in the old days, my worst moments and the lessons learned from it. Uh, so I obviously not going to release names, but that wonderful lady has been referred to me from someone else. And as I finished the workshop, I could start seeing in her eyes this planning. And she starts to tell me, well, maybe I can take another position and maybe I can be in this country and I prefer to work with... Before she even finished the sentence, Simon, I just smiled, looked at her and I said, never going to happen. And she said, what, why? What, what? I said, you know why. We have a system inside us that it's called the conscious. And that system tells us if there is a doubt, there is no doubt. We always know what's the right thing to do. So going back into history, obviously relating to this phone call, uh, in my second company, when I just started to understand uh, the concept of you can make money and obviously fall into greed at those very young ages, uh, I have allowed three cases like that, which we I call position snatching, okay? Uh, I have allowed three of those, and I was a part of them. Uh, and I remember that it was almost like cursing myself. I remember those days. Uh, originally, the first month, everything looked fine, and then suddenly, like a curse, everything started to fall apart. And it was before I even got... Uh, uh, my upline uh, catching to it and, and, of course, setting me straight. But uh, uh, it was almost like I truly cursed myself because it started to happen inside my own organization. People start going through switching positions. And as illegal as it always has been, uh, I do know that that exists. So I think that the worst moment was that moment that I had to, to confront my ego to understand how wrong it is, Never, no justification. And from that moment on, my lesson learned was that this industry will always treat us like a mirror reflection. Whatever we do that is right is going to pay us 10 times fold. Whatever we do that is wrong mm. will we'll destroy 10, 10 times fold. Yes, yes. Can you share, and I'm going to, um, would you like to talk about the jungle? Going to the Thailand jungle. Because <laughs> when you talked to, when he shared with me, I was like, you, you said, by the way, I'm on Asia. I was talking to Ronan, and he's like, I went to the jungle. I thought a jungle could be an urban jungle. It's just like a term. <clears throat> he literally went to a Thai, a jungle in Thailand for a couple of months. So can you share about that? Well, if you're comfortable you know, sharing with that, if you're comfortable. I am. It's, a, it's obviously a story that is for a few beers and a few friends around the fireplace or on a cruise. Uh, as it is a long story, and uh, uh, telling it telling it without accuracy uh, might uh, create in some people's mind some negative forms of concept, and that is not something I ever wish to uh, share because there is no negativity; there's only learning and a lesson. But I guess to to tell the story very short, after uh, 23 years of being in the industry, after four companies. I have started to find some struggles with uh, uh, the number of people that are finding success in, in my organizations. I had struggles with the retentions of authorships. I had different things that I saw coming across over and over. And I do know that uh, when I've done my research, those are our challenges as an industry over the last 120 years. And we're constantly working on improving them. Uh, uh, it hit me very strong at that time and I could no longer uh, uh, be in a position to actually recommend. Uh, and that is after 23 years. When you get to a place that you cannot recommend and, and you're a networker, you have a problem <laughs> or a challenge. And uh, I decided to uh, uh, do something I that, that is not easy to do, but I decided to just stop everything and just go to the Thailand, to Thailand, to the jungles of Thailand and disconnect myself from the world and put myself in meditative stages and try to completely reassess what I've done in the last 23 years. Uh, unbeknown to me how strange the universe work, uh, as soon as I return from those jungles, I've, I've started a very strange process of event that started with an unknown lady on a Facebook that I've never met, that connected me to four very incredible mentors, very close friends of mine today, and has brought me into what I consider the next evolution of our industry, 
and and it's been like the parting of the Red Sea for me. The experience was just mind blowing for for a 25 year networker uh, that at least 10 to 12 years uh, he was a full time networker and a, and an earner of our industry. Uh, so so for me. Sometimes when, when I guess the message to the listeners is sometimes when you get to a point that you feel like you hit a wall and there is no way, you can't see a way, sometimes it's really good to take a, a short break to separate yourself from the picture, to breathe, to meditate a little bit and to re-evaluate, reassess where you are standing because we have this tendency to thinking that everything is much darker and the problem is much bigger than what it really is when we take a few steps back, analyze. And if we have a good support structure, if we have someone to talk to, guys, that's the time to pick up the phone. That's the time to talk to your lines, your oxygen line, which is whoever enrolled you. Those are the people that are, are financially interested in your success. Exactly at the moments that you don't want to talk to anyone, exactly at the moment when you want to throw in a towel, that's when you need to talk, to, to stumble and crawl to that laptop or to the phone and pick up the phone to someone that can feed you some positive energy, something, something that will help you to sustain what you need to sustain until you are uh, uh, in the right mindset again to be able to continue the path, the journey that you are on. Never mind what journey it is individually for yourself. If you're on a journey, it must be the right one until such time in your life that you decide it needs a change. So focus and never give up your oxygen line. That is the real message I can share from a very long story about the jungles. Yeah. So what did you do in the jungle? I'm just curious. What do you do every day from the morning to wake up? What do you do? What do you do out there? Hang out with Tarzan? <laughs> what do you do? Because I always well, hear about this stuff. I can never visualize it. I, I grew up in the city. So what do you do in the jungle? Maybe I should take you with me one of those trips. <laughs> you should. Uh, well, first of all, you connect to nature. That for someone like myself is very important. Uh, and when you connect to nature, you tend to connect to very, very special uh, uh, other individuals uh, that you don't usually tend to find in the city. Uh, and if you are humble and if you see yourself like I do today, I see humanity is totally equal. I don't see one person more important than another. I see people with different set of skills. But if you truly get to a point that you're humble and you're non-judgmental and you tend to interact with any uh, living being from a place of learning, growth and sharing uh, in those jungles, you get to meet incredible, incredible people and actually uh, uh, in the last, this particular story, I have met uh, uh, a man that is, until today for the last two years, is jumped and elevated through the ladder to become, if not the best friend, one of my few most uh, uh, important friends I've ever acquired. And I found him in the jungle. So, so uh, uh, a lot, a lot of things to do in the jungle. But the important thing is to really separate ourselves from the madness. Uh, because we live in a very, very crazy world. And as I always laugh, and I, I like to use Pueblo uh, sentence to describe uh, myself. So I always tell people it is my insanity that keeps me sane in the world of today. And sometimes in order to keep that insanity, you need to sometimes break away. Uh, not, not necessarily to the jungles, but go, go to a place that your uh, current uh, surrounding uh, is not there. Just so you can have a breather and you can look at things uh, from uh, what I call an eagle's eye view. Hmm. So I want to talk about that um, girl that got you back into network marketing, the random girl. Because I think this is a very inspiring story and a lesson for ML Nation listeners out there that you never know. So let me just set the background here. So, you know, Ronan is in the jungle, comes back. He's like, no more network marketing. I wouldn't, he's, he actually, the words you used, you, you said you cleansed your soul and you came back. And then all these, you know, for ML Na Nation, you're listening out there, someone like a Ronan who's had so much years of experience, a lot of companies and leaders headhunt. They're looking for like the next Ronan. So they know this guy's out of MLM. Let's bring him back into our company. So you get... Dozens and dozens of everyday people asking you to join their company, and you just do this. Why don't you continue the story? Because it's really inspiring <laughs> how you all of a sudden said, no more MLM, I'm done with it after the jungle, and you came back. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. As soon as I came back, I received hundreds, at least 100 plus letters from different uh, 
distributors and different companies uh, and with offers to be flown uh, and to see. And I, I, I've basically did a cut and paste letter to everyone and said, uh, thank you for your time. I, I, I love our industry. I have currently decided not to be a part of it anymore. Uh, and I would not like to waste your time. So I, I've sent that to everybody. Uh, everybody accepted it. Everybody pretty much not replied, except that one uh, lady that is unknown to me, and she, she came back with a very, very uh, abrupt and arrogant reply. I mean, she, she said that she's seen on YouTube or something some of my trainings in Turkey, and that's how she found me. And so her reply to my cut and paste was, I can't believe you're such a small-minded person. You refuse to even talk to one individual. Uh, it was a very strong attack, and it was enough uh, for the universe to use her as a vessel in order to touch my ego and to reply and say, look, I, I, you know, I'm not small-minded. <laughs> it's funny when I'm thinking about it, uh, and I'm happy to talk to whoever you want. I just didn't want to waste anybody's time, and, and that was enough to put me in front of one of the partners and eventually the second, the third, and the fourth, and, and all four of them have convinced me to, to get on a plane to Canada. Uh, which is, uh, you know, that I, I guess to everybody listening, uh, the the real message here, what 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 this lady did, is she just didn't give up when everybody else did, when everybody accepted my first uh, 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 very obviously uneducated reply at that stage. Looking back, because I'm in an incredible place today, uh, but but she was the only one. The only one that didn't just accept that letter saying no, but not interested, thank you. She was the only one that did an extra action. And that extra action, never mind if it was offensive for me, it obviously created uh, uh, enough uh, chance, enough gap for me to connect to those right people and to totally receive everything I ever dreamed in and looked for in 25 years in a period of less than two years. So she, she pretty much, because of that extra action, she saved my life. That is an amazing story, a really amazing story. It talks about persistence and just being bold. And ML Nation, I'll comment a little bit more about that on the recap, review and recap at the end of the show. But I want to move on. And Ronan, I want you to share. Uh, you, you know, when we talked, you talked about, you know, events are really important, but it's like a short-term high, right? You go to events. I mean, by the way, ML Nation doesn't mean you shouldn't go to events. You have to go to events. But a lot of times we, we see a, uh, like a spike in activity and then it dies down again. But you emphasize more about attitude and philosophy. Can you share a little bit about that? Because I think that's really true wisdom in what you have. Uh, yes, of course. I, I can't expose too much because, as you know, Simon, I'm currently working on one of the biggest projects and most important ones of my life, uh, exactly in regards to what we're talking. But I, I guess it takes me to, you know, how we talk about aha moments. So. Uh, uh, it started the co the idea started about two years ago, and actually in those jungles, I have learned a lot more, and then did a very very long research about the su su subject. So so I I think in order to to really explain, I'll put it into a, a what I call a a banner sentence, okay? And I call it selling, pitching, and hyping versus recruiting. Okay, you see, I believe that many incredible people and mentors such as Eric Worre and many, many others for many years have tried to uh, uh, teach the most important part is, uh, uh, as Eric Worre calls it, go pro. I mean, listen to the words, go pro. We must start uh, getting people into a mindset of a true business owner. We must help people to own the mindset uh, uh, of of truly doing something incredible and not uh, behaving like in a hobby uh, uh, or sometime, you know, do a presentation here or uh, uh, those weekend wonder uh, networkers that come all looking a million dollars and then, you know, bring 20 people and two months after they're not in the company and they left all those people in the, in the water or those, uh, you know, lottery ticket characters that you know they get a spot and they think that it's a lottery ticket they think things will happen on their own or you know we, we need to go pro we need to become professional in order to do that i believe that one of the biggest challenges that currently uh, uh 
as I said, I'm very excited about what's going on around me. It is to convert the concept of selling, pitching, and hyping into actually a recruiting methodology. Because when you think about it, I mean, Simon, if you and I invested half a million dollars each in opening a startup for cellular phones, okay? Uh, if we've done that and we want to get a VP sales and a CFO, um, basically, we would go put an ad saying we are the best company, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're looking for two high management positions. If you want to apply, you know, want to try and get an interview, ring this number, get an interview. And when they come to us, we don't really, you know, kiss their butt, excuse the language, but we don't say, oh, please, would you please work for me? We, we actually have a different attitude. We have a recruiter's attitude. We, we turn around and say, look, you have a very impressive CV, Simon, but, uh, you know, why, why should I give you the position and not the four other people I recruited, uh, I've interviewed before you, and they are as skillful as you are? So that would be the, ant the attitude we really have when we are truly recruiting. Now, the, 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 the general idea of, of the haha moment that is starting to fall into my mind in the last two years is really based on that concept. If we truly are closed clubs almost, because you see, no one can access any one of our companies in our industry. No one, unless they are invited in. Hmm. I pause for a reason for a second. I've just said something massive. And I believe that most of us out there do not behave like we are representing a closed club. Okay? We don't behave like people actually have to chase us and not the other way around. Because if we choose to take action, we choose to go and truly work with someone for two years, for five years. I mean, do we really want to go and chase them? Because the second we chase someone, what we're truly saying to them is, I want something from you, not they want something from us. So when you think about that concept, I believe that if, uh, uh, and you said, uh, you know, you said another thing before, Simon, you said there are events and there are webinars and there are uh, training methodologies that are all built, built about someone listening and someone teaching. And I believe that there is always a limit of how much theoretical study can actually get you in real life, which means I can basically teach you theoretically how to fly a plane for two years, theoretically, and then I put you in the cockpit, and unless you actually held the stick for a while and start to get a feel to it, you won't be able to fly. And this is where I am currently working with the top leadership around me on creating, uh, uh, and I can't say too much, Simon, so I apologize, and hopefully in about six to uh, 10 months, we will come with incredible news on that. But the idea was to be able to organize an almost automated text and, uh, uh, and workshop structure to be able to slowly start strengthening the mid-level leadership across the industry and giving them the ability to do more than just speak, but actually through actual activity, what I call workshop activity. It's actually three-section workshop that, in my opinion, anyone that goes through it will totally change their mindset forever and will never, ever chase anybody again in this industry. And, uh, uh, you know, I've been building those test cases very cautiously. Even my own company internally is currently not involved. We are currently in the middle of getting massive test cases, numbers, uh, in order for me to be able to present it uh, properly. Uh, to the owner, and if they will adopt it, I believe this particular company is going to fly so quickly in the next two years that I believe the industry is going to start looking and saying, what's going on? At that point, it is where my dream is to be able to totally change the mindset of the MLM industry of the distributor on the field, because I believe if there is a challenge, it's on the field. The companies, they're doing an incredible job. Incredible on all aspects. Back to you. Very exciting. Right, just to clarify for those listeners who don't know, what do you mean by mid-level leadership? What, um, how much are, are people earning uh, monthly? To Would you consider well, them as mid-level? For me, a mid-level is not necessarily uh, an income factor at this stage. A mid-level is someone that has learned the two steps, learned to recruit and learned how to teach one or two of his people to recruit. So there will probably be in most companies across the board, the people that are somewhere between the third and sixth rank, 
third and fifth rank. Okay, every every complaint is a little bit different, but just to, to get the idea, not the one percenters, it is really, we, we need to have a, a wide pinnacle of leadership that has the ability to workshop and not just to train. Hmm. How, okay? Very, 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 very interesting. How have you seen, I mean, you have so much experience. Obviously, uh, MI Nation can tell, Ronan, it's really is a lot of philosophy, eye-opening things. Uh, especially, I love the way you talk about the closed club, right? They, mm-hmm. The only way we can let them in is inviting people in. But w- throughout your 25 years, what excites you most about network marketing? Um, aside from the project, or I, I guess a better question is, how have you seen the profession change, evolve? Ah, wow. Uh, there's so much, so much. I, I see our industry for the last uh, 120, 130 years uh, uh, evolve through about three evolution points. So the first evolution was obviously when uh, I can't really mention names, but I think there's only one uh, one animal that was for those uh, many years, and they were the machine that created direct sales. Those were Avon in uh, uh, you know in the concept of let's cut the middleman out and let's give the average individual the ability to purchase wholesale from a manufacturer and knock on a door, sell some cosmetic and make the retail uh, on wholesale profit. So that was the invention, the first evolution. And after that, Rich DeVos and Jay Van Andel in 45, they came and said, wait a minute, why don't we let the individual also recruit another individual that can also do the same and now we'll give them a percentage of their profit. Okay, so that was the second evolution, which moved into what we call network marketing or multi-level marketing. The third evolution was actually almost 20, need to do the math, so don't catch me on the word, I'm guessing 20 to 25 years. And that is the evolution of where binary compensation plans came in. Because until that time, every individual that you uh, uh, sponsor uh, was actually a separate leg. So the people in the organization could not take advantage of the rest of the people. They were all separate lines. Then came binary and said, why don't we take advantage and let everybody take advantage through all the people in their group. So binary were the next evolution. And again, don't catch me, but somewhere between the 80s and the 90s, uh, uh, this was the next evolution. Now, there, the, like anything in life, everything has to evolve And uh, uh, again, I I like to speak generic on calls because, as I said, we are one industry and I do not like people, uh, you know, uh, uh, thinking that one is better than the other. It's a matter of like and taste and what is suitable for yourself and what is producing uh, the best result for you. That that is the vehicle you should choose for yourself in life. But uh, uh, I believe that I, two years ago, uh, came across the next evolution of our industry. And uh, 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 to be inspired uh, and even slightly uh, jealous that somebody picked up so many of the solutions to the challenges without me thinking about them first, uh, 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 this is my inspiration to the the owner of the company I'm currently involved with, who is an, a visionary, in my opinion, by all rights, because he's managed to find solutions to things we've been battling for many, many years. So I believe there is... Uh, uh, a next evolution, and I hope that uh, through the opening of that knowledge, obviously the rest of the industry will slowly adopt some of those solutions, uh, and, and I believe they will, because that that if you think on the first days of the first company that had a binary, and think about how many companies today are using binary, it would make a lot of sense, doesn't it, Simon? Yeah, this is really good wisdom. I love the you know I love history, and I love the fact that. Uh... Just like this, how the profession started, the three evolutions, and we're constantly changing, right? And it, like I think, you know, Ronan, what you said that not it's not one is better than the other. They all have goods and bads, and you know, some some of you may like one type but not the other. And I I, I look at it like cars, right? The first automobile was very simple. Then it evolved to like a station wagon. Again, don't quote me on the history of this station <laughs> wagon. They race cars and sedans limos and suvs and suts came in and then you have like the small electric car but they're all cars but it's just like i think network marketing when, I, when you share that it's like network marketing is a real profession it's here to stay it's changing and it's just like any business is constantly evolving and it's exciting what's what we're going to see in the next 
10 years. And I think network markets are going to get bigger and bigger. And as it gets more mainstream, there will be more evolutions and things are changing. So very exciting future. I, I totally agree with you, Simon. I think that is the most exciting that we are actually a part of something that I would love to be alive in a hundred years, 150 years, as I do believe this will become the natural way of commerce. Uh, I've been saying it for many, many years. I see the combination between that and social media and technology just increasing it. And everything I thought would happen actually is happening faster. Uh, as I said, the companies do an incredible job. All of them, all legal entities of MLM are doing incredible jobs. Those are not easy things to do what those companies are doing, all of them. Uh, what we need to understand as people, uh, it, it, as the field, we need to acquire the same desire levels. We need to acquire the same sincerity as those companies do in order for us to properly do our share. Because you see, we are not a part of those companies. We are contracting with those companies. Okay. And our job is to do our job. And I believe that job will change in the next 10 to 15 years, especially if more people go towards the methodology that I was talking about today. Imagine how much fun this would be if I actually have an attitude. If I come to you and I say, hey, Simon, listen, you know, you've told me you're looking for another income stream in your life. Is that correct? I'll just do a role play with you so I give you the idea, Simon. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely looking for something. I'm tired of my job and uh, I have another kid. Now I'm looking for, yeah, I'm looking for alternatives and additions. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been checking a few things lately and one is seems pretty incredible. And after what we spoke, sounds like might be the perfect solution for you. Unfortunately, it's a closed club. I can't just bring you in. You need to actually go through a structure, talk to some of the partners but what I'll do is give, give me a while. I'll make a few phone calls. I'll get back to you. Would you like me to try and help you out? Yeah, please. Hey, by the way, that's an awesome script. Just the fact you're closed club, it got me interested already, right? As opposed uh, to, hey, here's this great opportunity. Check this out. I got involved with something that can help you. I love well, that script. So you will probably love the test case once it's released because the test case is talking exactly about that. It's talking about how we approach people with us helping them. Because the second you ask me to help you, now the power shift has completely changed. Now, you, if I'm going to give you a link or any information, you're going to view it in a completely different frame of mind because now you're qualified. So the whole concept of what we're building is actually imagine that you can just put a post on social media and from the simple action of someone saying, interesting, send me info, from that section you have a 99% perfect fit for almost every individual to be able to copy-paste something and put it, and your copy-paste will just lead the person to a proper uh, uh, like and trust with you on the phone. But it will bring them from a place of they are needing you and not you are needing them. Those are two different worlds completely. And I believe that that will make the average distributor's life totally Totally different. I believe people will do 10 times more activity because they are going to have fun. One of my leaders just rang me and uh, she, she did not even pay attention that she's not talking about the 27 contacts she's done today and the seven likes and trust and the three tours and the three people that joined her today. She ignored, she ignored all of that. And the thing she told me that she enjoyed the most was the fact that she rejected four people and did not give them the chance to even be mm -hmm. a part of our club. So that, that shows you. And she said, Ronan, I can't stop dialing. I can't stop making calls. I've never had so much fun in my life. Now, this lady, like myself, has been in other formats uh, in the normal world of what we know, which is really more of an almost chasing environment. And I believe that that mindset, this change needs to happen. It will take time to, of course, take it globally, but it's okay. Anything of value takes time. All I'm saying to everybody out there, start thinking of the concept as a general concept and definitely uh, start being proud. None of us enjoy uh, being rejected or feeling like somebody's laughing at us. I mean, we, do, we like to retain our integrity level in front of us, the, the environment we are around. I believe that we are onto something massive that will allow everyone to be able to retain their uh, uh, name, to retain their dignity and their approaches 
will create very different responses on the outside world. As you know, like me, Simon, the outside world is very uneducated. And, and I believe that uh, uh, once they do understand, once they see our world through the eyes of, of a distributor that is, uh, has the right mindset, the world is going to start flowing into our industry in massive numbers much, much bigger than what it was until today. And that's why I'm so excited about what the future in the next 10, 15 years is about to bring. Hey, Ronen, thank you so much. We can talk on and on and on. Uh, you love to talk. I love to talk. <laughs> but we have to wrap it up. So with some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, and These could be like one-word answer, two-word answers, real quick. That's right. Um, because you are, by the way, thank you for being such an awesome leader, giving ML Nation. If you don't know, this is like 12.46 a.m. in the morning for you, right? And you're doing this? Like that is correct. And you know, you know yourself that for 25 years, I had a few requests of interviews and I declined them all. You're the first one I've ever done. Hey, thank you. Thank you. ML Nation, thank you. So uh, to pick your brain, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Well, I've got uh, uh, two, but the one that is the most powerful that has moved me for many years is see yourself through the eyes of the ones who love you. Mm, I like that. What is one habit or one routine that's helped you become successful? Uh, it would be ownership. From the minute that I started to own my own business and stop being a victim and stop thinking that I'm a customer, that I've just joined a company that's supposed to tender me and take care of me, once I've started to own the fact that I'm a business owner uh, everything started to change. So ownership would be uh, the the highest habit that have helped me to focus. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? The best piece of advice that I specifically received was don't exaggerate and stay true. Mm, I like that. Uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you have a prospect who's interested. They They want to learn more. Do you send them a link to an online video? Do you give them samples? Do you uh, do a webinar with them, a Skype? What do you like to use? I liked, I, I always liked uh, video tools, you know, uh, uh, pretty much uh, the very easy to duplicate as everybody can press, play. And always the products were a very strong tool for me. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or do you have a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Well, my YouTube, if, uh, if people would like to uh, uh, follow uh, anything that is currently happening, uh, I would say my YouTube, just subscribe and you can go through, uh, either receive my, uh, uh, my uh, broadcast when I do them or go into my playlist and have a lot of fun. Okay, is there any, uh, we, and we will include that on the show notes page. You can tell us the link. But uh, sure. do you have any tools you use? Like, do you use like uh, uh, WhatsApp? You use Zoom? Or, what, any specific uh, apps I, or stuff? I use WhatsApp. I use Zoom. I use uh, Skype. Of course, Facebook. Uh, if anybody, you know, are you asking in regards to contacting me? No, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you that later. Okay. Okay. So, Just things so that you, you use that help build your business. Well, an old, an old dog, uh, I prefer one particular channel, and I would say that YouTube would probably be the best place to start by subscribing just under Ronen Trifon. There are two accounts. I would say go to the one with no sunglasses, the one with the blue background. That's the one that is belonging to our industry, and uh, uh, enjoy my, uh, my upcoming uh, material that we will release through the YouTube. Uh, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Wow. Now, that is probably the toughest question to ask me all <laughs> night. As I'll let you, you know, cheat. Like, I'll let you cheat and get. Uh, you can give two or three books. Well, in that case, there are two books that I would give. One of them has been almost like my, uh, my biggest guide as to how to improve myself, how to become a better uh, human. Uh, and gave me four keys that are uh, that are constantly till today changing my life, and that is the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, and I recommend the audio book in this case, which is very strange. Usually, I recommend the books, but in this case, the audio book narrated by Peter Coyote, which has a sound like puts you into meditation, 
And I believe that anyone that listened to it, and especially if you don't have kids and you're planning on having kids in the future, definitely listen to it before you have kids. I believe this book will completely allow you to reconstruct your life from beginning to end uh, and probably affect you more than anything you've ever, ever been through in your life. So that is my biggest recommendation. Uh, and it's nothing to do with MLM. As I said, those are four keys to become a, a, a very, wow, I, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, that the first key is be impeccable with your words, which means be without sin in your words. The second key is don't take uh, anything personally. The third key is don't assume. And the fourth key is always be your best. So just by understanding those four keys that I've given you, you can understand the power of that particular book. And the other book is a very special gift that I would love to give to MLM Nation. I guarantee no networker has ever recommended this book to you. And I believe that I love it and recommend it to all the listeners because it is short. You can probably finish it in about an hour and a half. Uh, and it's a remarkable story. It's a book called Badulina. So it's B-A-D-U-L-I-N-A. -A. Uh, and make sure it's, if you're ordering online or Amazon, make sure it's Badulina and not Badulina Return of the Queen. Not the second one, Return of the Queen, just Badulina. And this is an incredible story that will teach you an, a beautiful methodology about the difference of us being kings and queens to the difference of the opposite, which is being victims. So this book, once you read it, not only it's fun and, 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 and great, you'll just swallow that book, but it will teach you and show you a lot of uh, smart ideas in regards to how never allow ourselves to become victim, never allow ourselves to blame anything and, and own the choices of our life, all of them, uh, once we do that, we become kings and we become queens. If we don't, the second we point a finger at anything, okay, we become uh, uh, we become uh, um, a victim. And you know, victim mentality is easy to see every day. I've been there totally. You know, we we, we get a spading fine, and it's the cops' <laughs> fault. You know, uh, 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 so I would say, Simon Badulina and learn the beautiful message of how to become kings and queens and leave the victimization behind you. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And ML Nation, uh, you know, Ronan talked about audiobooks. I know you, uh, the audiobook for the four agreements. I know you love audio, so you can get an amazing free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. That's MLMNationBook.com. So, Ronan, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Sure. Before we go to the million-dollar question, you already know the importance of recruiting, and if you can't sponsor, you simply would never earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will teach you the skills to easily approach any prospect, and especially how to open a conversation with people who are smart and have good business skills. These are the people who will be your future leaders. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you learn how to avoid the five deadly prospecting mistakes and I'll give you three simple scripts on how to properly approach anyone, whether the cold market or warm market. You can register for free at sponsoringworkshop.com. That is www.sponsoringworkshop.com. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad with my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcasts for you. Not only will you know how to properly approach and present, the best part is you get my famous six-figure clothes to get prospects to sign up. This is the same script that I used to sign up one of my party animal friends who's now a Diamond Director, Million Dollar Club member, and a stay-at-home dad with his two kids. So go register for this webinar now at SponsoringWorkshop.com. This training is so important that I made it available at four different times for you. So it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can access it live. So go to SponsoringWorkshop.com and register today. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet. You didn't know anyone on your contact list. What is the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Okay, so if I am a true alien and those aliens do not have internet or social media, 
I would do what I did in the older days, and that's make sure I don't spend any time in the house. In the house, there's nobody that uh, I can recruit into my business. <laughs> so I go out. The second I go out, things happen, uh, and uh, all you need to do is just become a question master. Learn how to ask three, four questions, and you'd be amazed with what will actually happen from there. Obviously, if, if this planet that I've just landed on has internet and has social media, uh, such uh, as I've built uh, 95% of this current business that I'm building only from a screen. And I believe that social media is an incredible uh, whale of contacts of 7 billion people. Uh, so I would say at least a billion people uh, on this main, main highway. All you need to know is how to, uh, uh, how to do a bit, a bit of true, what I call true testing to create like and trust and not try to actually do all your activity on social media. I've seen people spend way too much hours trying to do all their like and trust instead of face-to-face -face on texting. I call them hiding behind screens. So not that way, but definitely uh, if I don't know anyone and I have a global reach, I would go to social media. I can access any forum. Uh, I mean, I have ample amount of contacts uh, that if I have a little bit of professionality behind me, I don't need much more. Don't need to know anybody. Awesome advice. And so ML Nation, make sure you connect with Ronan on his YouTube. I will put a link on, his on the um, show notes page and also his Facebook if you want. And uh, as we wrap up, Ronan, any last words of advice? Any last words of advice? Yes. Never, ever, ever quit upon yourself. Never think that it is only you that's always doing something wrong. Verify it with your oxygen line and the people that have enrolled you. And if those people are not active or they're not uh, 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 relating to you, do not let anything destroy your chances of success. Move up the line. Find the first person that can actually guide you, help you, be a great friend, and never quit. Just that's the only way to lose is to quit. That's the biggest message and tip I can give everyone. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Ronin Trafon. So go to keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Ronin, which is R-O-N-E-N. R-O-N-E-N. -E At the search bar, the show notes, and all the nuggets of wisdom, those two awesome books that Ronin talked about, his YouTube, his Facebook links will be right there. Definitely go to mlnation.net, Ronin, R-O-N-E-N. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others and be a giver. So Ronin, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. It is my pleasure, Simon. Thank you. ML Nation, before we do the important recap and review, here's a final call to action to head over to MLMNationInsider.com. ML Nation Insider is a true university-style learning center and couldn't be further from any ordinary membership site or other MLM trainings. Now, we just launched a new training center just for Insider members. Every aspect of this new training center was built for one reason, is to give you a library of implementation guides. These are mini courses with checklists and shortcuts. You can pick any area of network marketing that you want to improve on, such as how to do your first home meeting, how do you set up a hotel meeting, how to do, use social media to track prospects, how do you approach co-markets at the supermarket, how to create duplication, and much more. And anything you want to learn, you can find an implementation guide that will get you up and running quickly. I also host a special coaching webinar every week for Insider members, so you can join in for the fun and get solutions and answers to the obstacles you may be facing in your business. So whatever you need help with, you can ask me. All you have to do is contact me through the special email address that only Insider members have. And even if you can't make the webinar live, you can ask me a question and I'll answer it. And then you can listen to the recording 12 hours later. You'll also be able to connect with all the other ML Nation Insider members in our private Facebook group and at live ML Nation events. And these have lots of value. You're building relationships with top leaders, and it's also a ton of fun. And then finally, you have access to over 30 issues of the official ML Nation Insider newsletter, where you get the latest tips on how to prospect, market yourself, time management tips, and much more. 
And for being a loyal listener of MLM Nation Podcast, I want to give you a special opportunity to take a dollar test drive. Yes, that's right. You get access to all their insider resources for seven days for only $1. So go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. That's www.MLMNationInsider.com. And now, let's go over to the main aha moments and action steps you must take after the lessons we just learned from our special guest today. MLM Nation, a quick recap and review. I didn't, well, actually, I shouldn't say this is quick, but that was such an awesome show with Ronin Trafan. Make sure you connect with them. Amazing guy with tons of wisdom. Um, just that, you know, I think that episode wasn't just talking about the success, but really goes deeper about the profession. So definitely connect with them, MLMNation.net, and go to Ronen, R-O-N-E-N. Okay, R-O-N-E-N, the search bar. It'll pop right up and... Uh, you can connect with him because he's a, tons of wisdom. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to my friend Jason Keen, little Jace. Um, he's out in Melbourne, Australia, for connecting me. We're then J- little Jace has been a loyal fan, list, listener to MLM Nation since we first started. And uh, actually, yeah, actually, he started, I think, in August uh, last year and after the first year. And then he went back to listen to every single past episode and then recommend, he knew Ronan and connecting me with him. So thank you, little Jace, for recommending, uh, connecting us. And uh, and once I start, you know, becoming friends with Ronan, I'm like, man, this guy, we need to get him on the show because it's an amazing story. He didn't even go, we didn't even have the time to talk about the jungle and all the other things, his journey through network marketing with the stories he had uh, with a lot of leaders who, if I, I don't want to mention any names that you know about, but just amazing profession. And you know what? Uh, I just want to, if you got taken back by Ronan's jungle story, well, he had to kind of like cleanse his soul from network marketing. You know, network marketing is just like any profession. If you're new, don't let it bother you. It's just like whether it's the real estate, stock market, there's good and bad, right? And sometimes um, we we may face a situation where we it can be bad sometimes. And But there's still a, so much good in this profession. And to have people like Ronan come back and share, it's very, very inspiring. And, you know, this is, it's just, you know, I'm just like touched, like how the I get, it gets me excited. I, I can't use the I, I can't right now. Maybe I'm stuttering, but I can't get the perfect word of how how I feel. Like network marketing is exciting. The evolutions you talked about how it's changed, right? From like the first time was direct selling, and then got to network marketing, and then the binary, and then we're changing again. But that just shows, and I think it's going to the change will happen quicker and quicker now because of technology, and also because more people have accepted network marketing. You know, back 20, 30 years ago, like I even, when I grew up, I didn't even know anything about network marketing. But now they most, almost everyone has heard about network marketing some way or another. And it's just exciting what the future does hold. And again, there's some bad apples, but there's lots and lots of good apples. And obviously, there's a lot more good apples than bad. Otherwise, the profession wouldn't be where it is today, right? So, uh, very, very inspiring. A couple of things, real quick notes about what uh, the aha moments. Number one, is it's a closed club, right? I think we're the only profession where we get to choose who we work with. Think about that, right? Choose. And, you know, I, I share that in my sponsoring workshop. If, if you don't know how to invite people, definitely go check it out, sponsoringworkshop.com, where, like, most people are chasing after prospects. When you chase, people run away. Instead, learn to kind of create curiosity. You can push people away. Get them interested. Get them coming to you. So and prospecting is really just psychology, the more you want, the more you want someone, they'll run away. The more you don't need them, they become interested, they come to you. Another thing uh, Ronan just touched on immediately right into the show was about social networking. People, you know, a lot of people in network marketing, they may not make money, right? But it doesn't mean the profession is bad because there's lots of other rewards for network marketing. The social networking, like Ronan talks about being in the being in the business to meet friends, right? So you got to, as a leader, you got to create that culture. You got to have fun. The business got to be fun because if it's not fun, people won't take it seriously. If it's not fun, people get bored. Or if it's not fun, when you have challenges, when they're not making much money, they'll quit. And as long as you don't quit, sooner or later, the person's going to make money because there's a learning curve. So the social networking, um, it's really important with the business. That was one of major my aha moments. When my, one of my first leaders, uh, a good friend, one of my best friends, John Gerlitz, again, he was in episode 49, I think, or 50 it was. He was a party animal guy. He said when he made his first $1,000 check, it was only $1,000 in one week, okay? But that was the most fulfilling thing he ever did. 
the, since the last time was that the fulfilling was when he made his high school baseball team. College job first that that didn't mean anything to it. It's not as much as making his first thousand dollar check in network marketing. So that was a big aha moment thing. It's not just about the money, but the fulfillment. Okay, fulfillment and the atmosphere, meeting friends, make, having fun. Another thing is um, aha moment. Uh, I talk about for you to write down. It's like the social encyclopedia. You know, so uh, he Ronin sold encyclopedias in the you know door to door, and that's how he got introduced. I used to love to do that too. Okay, when people telemarketed call me, uh, I used to pick up the phone and I'll prospect them. That guarantees you one thing: they'll either join or they'll never call you back again. I love that. The last thing, uh, and again, there's so many things I could talk about, but I just want to keep this recap short, was the lady who bought Ronan back into network marketing. You know, a lot of people approached Ronan. He had it. He actually, he didn't share this. He was actually making good income from something else and uh, doing IT stuff. And he said, no, cut and paste. No, I'm not. I'm done with network marketing. And this one woman says, you're closed-minded. Reply back. You know, I don't know what she actually said in the message, but he said closed-minded, but she did not give up and she was bold. And when you don't give up your bold, people actually gets that gets people's attention, right? And you know, it's kind of like the universe of God connected. But anyway, Ronan's back in the network marketing. Thanks to you can say because that one lady, or thanks to that one lady. So don't take you know don't take that one extra step. Don't give up. That's the lesson. Don't give up. You never, never, never know. Very, very, very cool story. Anyway, I can go on and on, but definitely thank Ronan. Uh, MLNation.net, type it, go to search bar, R-O-N-E-N. And if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review. All right, MLNation. And one thing too, if you, a lot of listeners out there like Jason Keene, Lil Jace, if you have a, a friend that's been successful and you want me to introduce me to him, uh, connect me with them. Even if the person is not ready for the show, I'd love to be friends with the person and connect. I'm always networking. I love meeting people from... Uh, and this, you know what the reason why I don't know everyone is because there's so many companies, so many people who are successful. I Sometimes I tap my friends, referrals, but if you know someone that I don't know or you think I don't know, right? Just or even if I don't, connect with me anyway just, just to double check, right? So that would... Uh, if I can't get them on the show, it definitely will. I have a plan to get them on the show later on. So definitely do that. And um, thank you for sharing. ML Nation, thank you for sharing on Facebook, social media. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a network marketing professional. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.